Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. How you doing out there? I am very excited to get into this episode. It's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I have my husband, Cisco, here, co-hosting with me. Say hi, honey. Hello, everyone. Thank you for allowing me to come back and um, do this. Okay, so the episode we're working on tonight is Breaking Bad Mandala. Breaking Bad, I've never heard of that show before. Oh, yeah, and we're going to tell them our story. No, we do not. Yes, we're going to tell them our story. I promised my viewers, my listeners, that I would tell the story. So we will tell it, but not right now. You want to tell it now? No. Got to keep them in suspense. Let's keep them in suspense. Okay. So this is... Oops, sorry. This is season two, episode 11, Mandala. And this is the episode where we first meet Gus, my favorite villain in a very long time. What do you think about Gus? I like how composed he is. That's exactly why. like, uh... You know what? He I compare him to the wolf. From uh, From Pulp Fiction? From Reservoir Dogs. Well and Pulp Fiction. He's from Pulp Fiction. The Wolf. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Holy shit, you said in the Wolf? It's like, it's, 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 it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, it is Pulp Fiction. Uh, obviously he is saying uh his and uh Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. But yes, the wolf. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's like he can he can no matter how bad things get, yeah. he just controls it. It's like yeah. Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Executes. That's a good uh, comparison. I th- he's just so calm that it's creepy. You know what I mean? Well, for all of you, or any of you who've been out there and got in trouble before, when the cops show up, be cool and composed. <laughs> give them nothing. Give them nothing suspicious. I wonder if Gus has ever been, uh, you know, questioned by the cops. Of course. Uh. But you know what? That's that's what's so great about him. He is so close to the cops that he's yeah. like almost immune. He's kind of like a mafia guy. Cartels are kind of like mafias, aren't they? That's what it is. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, no, you know, it's not cool. well, no, my husband and I are watching The Sopranos right now, so it's it's almost like two it's two different type of shows with almost two of the same businesses going on, right? The disposal business. <laughs> the waste management. And the, the paletas. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Before we get going into the episode, I'm going to go over... I'm going to do something new tonight, because, you know, I like to change it up a little bit. I have what happened on May 7th... The episode aired on May 17th, 2009. That was and a good year. Yeah. It's a year I moved to Portland. And I moved right back a year later. <laughs> That's a year I moved out. Yeah. And I never moved back in. Okay, so like I always do on this podcast, I'm going to go over the Billboard Top songs from May... Of 2009. This is the week of May 16th, 2009. So, number one, Boom Boom Pow, the Black Eyed Peas. Remember them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're still around, right? I think so. I think they kind of broken up, but they're they're all doing their own thing, and not there. I think they're doing fairly well on their own. So, good luck to them. Yeah. 
uh, Blame It, Jamie Foxx featuring T-Pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is like during his his time. It's right after he did Ray, I'm guessing. Because remember, he had like a, his own solo album? Yeah, no, he um, he's a pretty good artist. No, he is. He's good well, Ray. Well, well-rounded. Yes, so. yes, well, yes. I'd well, yes. like to meet him one day personally. Yeah. Number three, Poker Face, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Poker Face. Oh, look. Number four, Day and Night, Kid Cudi. You love that song. Kid Cudi, he's the best. He played that for me one time, and I'm like, who the hell is this? And now I really like that song. Okay. Uh, number five, Sugar, Flow Rida, featuring Winter. Oh, oh You remember that song? Oh, Flow. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> this is where the generation gap comes in here with our our, uh, our, our age difference. Uh, number six, Right Round, Flow Rida. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Kiss Me Through the Phone, Soldier Boy, Tell Him, featuring Sammy. Nope. No idea. Yeah. Oh, Good song. Number eight, Halo, Beyonce. That's a great song. I thought it was a hello from the other side. <laughs> Number nine, Don't Trust Me, 303? Is that so, what that says? It says 303. Yeah. And then last, number 10, Dead and Gone, T.I. featuring Justin Timberlake. No, not my thing. But here, now in the movie side, what was the number one movie in? Anybody want to guess? 2009. No, of May... No, just in 2009 in general. Oh, you have it there. I have the May May ones. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is the, the month of May, 2009, the movies. You want to go over them? All right. Number one, Star Trek. That was a really good movie. That very, was a really good movie. Very well done. It was. Uh, number two, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. That was a great movie. I got to see the movie before it was released. Because so. is that when you work in the movie theater? No, 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 no I'm no, sorry. No, 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 I got actually one of the... Uh, I'm just, that's way after that. <laughs> no, I got one of the... Um, I got a, a copy from, like, the actual studios. Oh, cool. <coughs> it's good to know people in the business. Okay. Angels and Demons. Number three is Angel Demons. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, no, that's, that a, was that's the, a dumb one. That was a sequel to Da Vinci Code. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. that was, that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Not the museum? The yeah. Smithsonian, the second one. That was okay. Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the Smithsonian. I didn't see that one. Terminator Salvation. Eh. Yeah. Well, this for myself. Up. That was a good one. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's cute. It's cute. Uh, uh, you know what? I heard there's a sad scene. It'll make you cry. I don't want to cry. <laughs> Obsessed. Don't no, no. You missed one. Number seven. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I remember that stupid oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That didn't look too... Look, it only made... Uh, yeah. That was it. Well, how Not much a million. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did make fifty million. No, that's yeah. Okay, never right? Mind. Or is that that? Yeah, that's mil. Right? Fifty. Uh, yes, honey, that is fifty million. Okay. Well, compared to Star Trek, that made two hundred and nine million. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number eight. Obsessed. I don't remember that one. Seventeen again, and I think that's the one with uh, what's his face? Seventeen again. Uh, uh. The one kid. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. They're just uh, Zach, uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. And number 10, Dance Flick. Yeah, Dance Flick is funny. For those of you who may like, um, what is the genre called? Spoof movies, I guess? Parodies. Parody, parody spoofs? Yeah. That movie is the best. It's pretty funny. No, the best is scary movie. Okay, it's the best dance spoof movie ever. <laughs> there's, there's more than one? <laughs> I'm sure there is. Okay. It is a good one. Okay, let's get on with this episode. You ready, hun? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so the intro is very, very grim. <laughs> I mean, is that like an understatement? Well, I know how you laugh once I'm I'm not laughing, but it is grim. It is. I mean, 
Star Trouble Combo just, you know, doing his thing, selling his stuff. And some guys pulled up to him. He asked him, hey, are you buying or just looking? Shows him that he's, you know, shows him that he's packing. Some little kid comes around on a bike. He tells him to, you know, go bounce. And in a few seconds later, you hear those same guys who were in the car honk their horn, giving the kid a signal. And he pulls out a gat and just shoots combo. Is that what he was do- they were honking to give him the signal? Yes. Wow. And this kid's probably about, what, 10? 12. Maybe 12? He's still a kid, no matter what. I, mean. I know. But um, that was his initiation, and now they lost a corner. And we were talking about, we were, uh, he, he shot a combo eight times, right? Well, no, he... I mean, he... Sh- he, he Discharged the weapon yes, eight times. eight times. And got him twice. Got him twice. He got him on the first one, he was very close, but then he gets him with the last shot when he was about, uh, I'm guessing, 10 yards away. And for those who shoot um, 10 yards with a handgun... Pretty good. It's not that easy. People think that, oh, it's just incredibly easy to shoot guns. It is just easy to shoot them, not to hit things. <laughs> they yeah, my husband is so, uh, in, in, into his guns. He so knows He knows what's up. <laughs> so that kid's going to be a good shot growing up. Holy moly. But, uh, yeah, that's one hell of a way to start an episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the combo was uh, worked for Walt. Well, he works for the organization. Yeah. He works more. He he goes directly through... Uh, Jesse. Jesse, not Yeah, Walt. Jesse. Okay. Well, here, let's see what Let's see what next. what's next. Okay, so in the first scene, Walt and Skylar, his wife, mm-hmm. are sitting in the doctor's office, and they're going over uh, his medical diagnosis, which he was diagnosed with lung cancer, never smoked a cigarette in his life, and now they're... They're saying that now they think maybe surgery is an option. I guess it wasn't before. Yeah, he said it wasn't. Uh, it was an option before, but now they are. So they're bringing in the biggest, best specialist. Mm-hmm. And before this all happened, he did have treatment. It was like the whole yeah, so chemo. Treatment. I think he started his treatment in season two. I don't remember. There was a whole bunch of episodes where he was thrown up from his chemo, uh, and. They say that it's going to be, it's not, apparently it's not covered by insurance, which is very strange. I guess it's a pre-existing condition that probably wouldn't be if he has a, like a crappy insurance plan. Well, I mean, there's limitations to everything. But he works at a school district. That's really good insurance usually. Eh. Well, either way, he tells him it's going to be about 170000 which to me, I mean, it's just worth it. You know, obviously it's a family member, it's a life. So he, they tell him, hey. Takes some time to decide. He automatically says, "Let's do it." <laughs> the scout just gives him the look of death. Yep. Like what, dude? That is messed up. I think that she's a cheap steak. He, Not cheap steak. Cheap. <laughs> she is a piece steak of, on the brain. She is cheap piece of meat. Cheap, so. cheap skate. Cheap, cheap skate. Uh, we, no, it, that's not a cheap skate. She's a um, yeah, cheap skate. Yeah. yeah. She just wants to spend a hundred seven dollars. You know what she wants? She wants to get seven thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wants to get a new husband. Because we all know what happens. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we won't go into... Oh, Not you know yet. What? It's okay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay. yeah. Continue. <laughs> no, I have a question for you. So Walt thought he was going to die this whole time. This is the whole reason he started selling or making meth. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to die. He wanted his family and his unborn child to have money. Well, okay? Well, they're all going to die, Lisa. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Wrong show. <laughs> Wrong listen, show. You, you mean die soon. Okay, listen. Yes. Focus. Breaking okay, Bad, sorry. not Simpsons. Okay. So what do you think went through his head when the doctor said, I think we can save your life? 
uh, save my life. That's dude. Someone says, "Hey, you, if you were told, unfortunately, you got sick and you're gonna die soon, we can extend your life by a little bit by giving you, making you sicker." Mm-hmm. And then someone tells you, "Hey, there might be a way to make you not sick and make you live longer." Yeah. But but you're not th- seeing the picture here though. He's selling. He's making meth. Yes. He's doing highly illegal activities. Uh huh. So. Don't you think that he'd be like, oh, shit, I got to keep doing this? Well, he has to do it to pay for the uh, treatment. Right. But Skylar doesn't know about, obviously, about his, his side job. She finds out in season three, I think. And he, she doesn't know. And he knows he can pay that. And what happens in the, uh, I don't remember what season it is. Okay, but Let's stick to you. All right. Well, no, I'm just saying that uh, she eventually finds out. We'll just say that, you know. But right now, she's just like, what the fuck? How are we going to pay this? That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Are you going to figure out a way to pay 170 No, no, I know. I, that's her. Yes. If it was you, of course we would do it. Well, thanks. Throw that on me. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, Walt is going to do the surgery. Skylar's due in two weeks with her baby. Yeah. And Walt's going to do the surgery in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Just so, so he can be, he can know. be there for the birth. Cool, because he could pass, he could die. That, that, well, they did say it's a risk. Well, yeah, but not as that. But also, after a big surgery, you're not gonna get up and start doing the Charleston and stuff. Yeah, well, and he's and we forgot to mention he's having a lobectomy, lobe from the lung, he's taking part of his lung out. Okay, moving on. Okay, so the next scene, Walt is <laughs> taking it. Okay, so he hides his phone in the ceiling of his classroom. Mm-hmm. It's actually just called the rafters. What's that called? Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. In the ceiling. Where the light switch is. No, the light switch, the light switch is at the wall. Okay, so then he's hiding it in, like, just, the... Just the ceiling. Just, yeah, the ceiling. Okay, so he's hiding... He hides his phone in the ceiling. He's very... We gotta say right this about Walt. He's very, uh... Careful. Mm, kind of. Oh, he starts out like that. He's... he's <laughs> He's not as careful as we, as you think he is. Right, right. We th- okay, yeah. So we think he's careful, but anyways, uh, Jesse calls him. He, he Jesse tried to call him fourteen times. Twenty times. Right, and this is the the call they have. Fourteen missed. Yeah, it's me. Where the hell were you? Called like 20 times. Working. What is it? Combo's dead. Shot. Which one is he? You did not just say that to me. Jesse, listen. Yeah, figures. <laughs> okay, so Walt has no idea who works for him, works for Jesse. No idea. It's not that he doesn't know, it's just. He needs to be separated. He told Jesse from, from the beginning, he's going to handle the cooking. And yeah, that's Jesse true. has, because you can't, uh, you, that's how business is structured. But he, it, Combo is part of their business. It doesn't matter. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like, you don't, like, the main boss doesn't deal with the distributors. That's true. You, you assign somebody to do that. That's true. That's true. Good point. Next scene, uh, Jesse and Skinny Pete are talking, and... Basically, Skinny, Skinny Pete, he's, uh, he's freaked out. He, he just lost a guy, 
uh, Badgers in California laying low because, you know, he's always in trouble. He got busted last, last episode. Yeah, it's so uh, now you got Skinny Pete just like saying, you know what, dude, we're losing, uh, we're losing turf, man. I'm, he's basically scared, poopless. Mm-hmm. So he wants to, he's out of the game. So that basically leaves the crew down to uh, just Jesse, which, you know, now he has to have a talk to Mr. White. Yeah. And, of course, who are they going to go talk to? <laughs> Their crooked lawyer, They're... Sal Goodman. You know what? That's what I liked about Sal so much. He's just like, he's just an overall general helper. He'll get, uh, he'll get you out of trouble no matter what. I won't call him. I'm not going to call him that. I'm going to call him... He's like a uh, a shyster. He's he is the classic definition of a shyster. They're called ambulance chaser. Okay, that too. Yeah. All right. Well, they're in, <laughs> they go see Sal because they have a little snafu, as Walt says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody died, you know, a little snafu. Of and then Jesse, Jesse, and and Walt are like arguing, and <laughs> and Sal says, "Hey." Hey, I'm not. This is not Mori Povich. I'm not your marriage advisor. I just love all his his comments. So yeah, I mean, then you know they keep discussing the situation, and um, you know what? It's hard for some. Uh, it's time for some hard truth. Yep. But let's start with some tough love. All right, ready for this? Here goes. You two suck at peddling meth. Period. So give up on trying to do it all yourselves. Hell, I'm amazed you got this far. Look, we are not going to deal with another high-level distributor. No, thank you. We have been down that road. What, some tattooed speed freak? No. What you two need is an honest-to-God businessman, right? Somebody who treats your product like the simple, high-margin commodity that it is. Somebody who ships out of town, deals only in bulk. Someone who's been doing this for 20 years and never been caught. You know someone like that? Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy. Okay, so that was definitely some tough love from Sal there. Well, it's pretty funny when uh, all you do, like your main job, someone tells you you suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tough love. Sometimes you need to hear it. But he's absolutely right. They yeah. do suck at it. Well, and then he you know, talks about the new guy. Who's this new guy? Very mysterious man. Walt is very intrigued. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, being in the business for 20 years and never got caught? Yeah. And then he sa- and then he says something like, uh, well, wh- who's, what's his name? And then Sal says, well, I can't, you know, he's very private. I'm not going to give that information. But he reminds me a lot of you. And I looked at Cisco and I said, are those two alike at all? Um, to a point. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to see who this mysterious gentleman is. Yeah, I wonder who it is. All right, so the next scene, Jesse and his girlfriend, Jane, new girlfriend, I think they've only been together for a couple episodes yeah. at this point. She doesn't know much about him, but she does know he's a drug dealer. Well, she, she suspects. I mean, she's not a dumb girl. Yeah. Well, he did, he did use an alias. You remember what the alias was? No. George Washington. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to rent the apartment, remember? Yeah. she Her dad owns the apartment. Uh, and, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, she knows he's a drug dealer because he uses cash and he has an alias and everything. And Jesse says, you know, you need to leave. I really want to go smoke some crystal and I don't want you to be here. You're doing so well and you're in your 12 step. Yeah. And I just don't want you to be here. That she kind of tries to convince him to go to a meeting or just get out of the situation in general to kind of get him away from uh, yeah. what to use. But he refuses because he's dead set on 
smoking, so he tries to send her out. And as she was about to leave, she stops and she walks back to her, to the back of the house where he's smoking. Yep. There goes her recovery. Yeah, and we don't really know how long it was. Oh, uh, yes, we do. Remember they they might have said it. No, she throws uh, throws a, earlier in the season. A chip? Yeah, at him. Tells him how long he's been. I, I don't remember at the moment. She's, yeah. she's been like nine months or something. It's pretty good. Well, um, but you know what? You know what I get out of that whole scene? Hmm. That she's really in love. If she's willing to go back to doing drugs. Yeah. That's a joke, honey. Well. that's Unfortunately, that's an addict, man. Sometimes you just need the smallest... Uh, Smallest little excuse to go back. Yeah. Man, this show is really freaking deep in many, many ways. All these dramas I've been doing this month are. Well, then at the end, you know, you end a scene with her standing at the door and then yeah. goes to black. So we are led to assume that she went in there and got high. Yeah. So hopefully she didn't. And Sobriety's the best. All right. Ugh, so, sucks, man. Yep. Okay, so the next scene is at Los Pollos Hermanos, and Walt is uh, ordering some, some chicken. looks really good. Chicken and curly fries, looks like. And uh, he's looking around to see who the guy is that is going to be helping them unload all their... They have 40 pounds, by the way. 40 pounds of meth. And it's that is that a much. lot. Well, it's not that much if you think about it. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, even one and Walt is, like, looking around... And trying to figure out who it is, you know, looking through all... There's, like, an old person. There's a Native American. There's a... What's the other person? The, the um, Another old person. Another old person, yeah. And he's like, who is it? Who is it? Then Jesse walks in, like, you know, like he just woke up out of bed. And he's... Of course, he's running late. He's, he's high. He's high as a kite. Mm-hmm. And Walt knows it. You know, Walt knows it, and he doesn't want him there if he's high. Well, not as that, but then Jesse's talking all this smack about how, you know... They don't need it? Well, no, that he, he's not very happy how the the new contact can know who they are, but not Oh, right, yeah, around. that's right, yeah. But that is just all kind of like the psychosis of being on drugs. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, he's, he's high. He's paranoid. He's high, he's paranoid. He's just not, you know, you don't bring him to business. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyways, he gets mad at Walt and storms off, and Walt still hasn't met the person. All right. Okay. We'll continue. All right, so then the next scene, I guess Walt leaves, because the next scene, he's at Skyler's ultrasound. Of course, he comes late, mm-hmm. and he was he was waiting for the mystery person. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, yeah, uh, it was traffic. Well, yeah. That's what we for the mystery. Yeah, she, she has no idea. She probably thinks he's cheating on her or something. She has no idea what's going on. Not yet. It's right. a little, still a little early. So they uh, they decide to have a C-section. And uh, a, a little uh, personal thing here. We had a C-section, and we didn't get to choose a date. No, it was just whatever's available. Whatever's available. A lot of well, people kinda, say... you get to decide around what week. Right. And not you, the doctor does. The doctor's... I mean, a lot of people so, say, you get to choose your baby's birthday. You don't. Well, it's a lie. Well, you might. If you have, like, you know, a place where <laughs> the doctor uh, works, like, every day. Right. Exactly. So just want a little point point that out there. So yeah, so they have a date of the C section, and she says she's got to go back to work. He's like, you only have an hour left. Well, Ted's birthday's today, and we got to go get a cake. No, she has to go get the cake. Right. I said I. Yeah, that's what I said. You said we. Oh, okay. Well, she has to go get a cake, and 
you know. Because she says she would. Yeah, Walt's kind of like, why? Well, because it's Ted. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Ted. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Kind of leaves him a little perplexed, like, the fuck? Uh-huh. It does, kind of. And then, end scene. End scene. So then there's a scene, Jesse comes home, and there's beer bottles and crap all over the apartment. In one day, holy <laughs> We crap. think it's one day. It could be like a week. Well, no, because there's... Well, it could well be. no, 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 because the following scene, he's asking where the mystery person was. Yeah. So it's the same day. Well, the next day. The next day. Well, you guys should see all the beer bottles, man. It's crazy. Well, no, forget, forget the beer bottles. I mean, you can... <laughs> someone can pour down... Oh, put down a lot of beer in one day. I... I've seen it happen. <laughs> Not <done> personally. It. <laughs> but I've seen it happen. But all the freaking cigarette butts. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, that's bad. That was that was more than a pack in one night. Yeah. And there's, mean, bo- there's beer bottles in the living room. There's beer bottles in the bedroom. It's all well, over the place. You can drink everywhere. It's not against the law. It's just a lot, though, for one day. Anyways, Jesse's trying to get her to get out of bed because she's totally like, nope. I'm, I'm, what do they call it? What's it called? Hungover? Not hungover, but strung out? No. Is that what's called? What's it called? No, she's just when you're. She's just on drugs now. Okay, <laughs> I've never been on meth before. Okay, so anyways, uh, she she finally just agrees to go to the. They go to the. Um, I remember they didn't talk about, but they go to the. Oh gosh, what's that girl's name? They ask her to go for a drive. She says okay, but first she has to hit the pipe again. Yeah. Pretty sad, and now they're next scene. They are at uh, Sky's job. And sure Skyler. Enough, oh, Skyler. Mm-hmm. Well, pardon me. Well, they, I guess we could call her Sky. Well, call her Sky. <laughs> well, and now she has to sing a very sexually. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know where who yes. she's imitating? Yes, I do. Who? Come on, man. Tell Don't me. Insult me. Well, he has he. Uh, she has to sing "Happy Birthday" in a very sexual manner, like if she was Marilyn Monroe and he was uh, the president. JFK. Yeah. And hopefully, doesn't get shot too. Well, that's, I mean, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but that looks a little, a little weird to me. It's just, there's a lot of, like, sexual tension there for sure. So it's like, wow, kind of cringeworthy to watch that, huh? It really is. I mean, we don't really like Skylar. I don't like, do you like Skylar? Well, like parts of her. Eh, she's okay. I don't know. She, she turns pretty evil in this, in the show. Not evil, but like just hateful, hate, hate, spiteful, hateful. But I mean. Yeah. Um, Ted Beneke's an ass. He always has been an ass. And he gets even worse, doesn't he? Not really. He's just a piece of shit. Hey, he gets what he wants. I respect that. Then we get this next scene with Sal and Walt. He wasn't there. Oh, he was there, all right. What are you talking about? I sat there for two hours. Nobody came. All I know is my contact said he was there. Are you sure you were at the right restaurant? Yes, I'm positive. Where was he? Who knows? Maybe he stayed out in the parking lot, checked you out with a telephoto lens, didn't like the cut of your jib. Anyway, it doesn't matter now because my contact says it's a no-go. What? What what do you mean? No deal. No dice. Shot at and missed. Shit on and hit. Wait, wait, Wait a minute. How can he make that decision without even meeting me? I told you, he's very cautious who he does business with, all right? He's skittish, like a deer. Call him back. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Call him, Saul. Hey, first of all, I never called him, all right? I called the guy who called the guy who called the guy. Second of all, it's over. Understand? With this particular individual, all you get is the one shot. (sighs) 
Look, I'll see if I can scrape something else together, but don't get your hopes up. No one else handles that kind of ball. <clears throat> Damn it. Okay, so Walt is like, where was he? I love that tone of his voice. This cracks me up. And, uh, you know, Sal says, this guy, you only get one chance with this guy. He's very careful. He didn't like what he saw, and he said no dice. It probably, but yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it does make sense. When you are dealing with the most careful person who's, never, who's been you know, peddling this stuff for 20 years. 20 and years. Hasn't gotten caught. Man, kudos to that dude. Basically leads a secret life for 20 years as a, well, we'll find out. But <laughs> we're going to find out right now who he is. What can I do for you? Have a seat. Please. I would like to know why you wouldn't meet with me yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm not following. I sat here yesterday waiting to meet with someone. I believe that person was you. I think that you're confusing me for someone else. I don't think I am. Sir, if you have a complaint, I suggest you submit it through our email system. I would be happy to refer you to our website. I was told that the man I would be meeting with is very careful, a cautious man. I believe we're alike in that way. If you are who I think you are, you should give me another chance. I don't think we're alike at all, Mr. White. You are not a cautious man at all. Your partner was late and he was high. Yes. Yes, he was. He's high often, isn't he? You have poor judgment. I can't work with someone with poor judgment. Are you familiar with my product? I've been told it's excellent. It is impeccable. It is the purest, most chemically sound product on the market anywhere. That is not the only factor. You could charge twice the current rate for what I provide and your customers would pay it. Hands down. Now, who I choose to do business with on my end is not your problem. You won't see him. You won't interact with him. Forget he exists. I have to ask. Why? Why him? Because he does what I say. Okay, so Cisco and I were talking about this. Was this a second chance that Walt got to go meet this person? Or did Walt, well, hold on, or did Walt just say, hey, I'm just going to go see if he shows up? Um, this definitely was a second chance because uh, even Sal said he's gonna like scrape and beg, you know, like basically he's gonna scrape and beg to see if it's 
uh, the person that he knows that knows that knows. Yeah. This person might give him another chance. So I think that was like his desperation. And at the same time, he ha- he kind of has to prove himself that he wants to do this deal. So he ha- is going to have to put in the work. and Persistence. Yeah, put in the work is going to be sitting there. In the restaurant for ten hours. Yeah, ha- we don't. We didn't really know how long it was, but we figured he left after his class ended, and he stayed there till dark. Yeah, and uh, I looked up. Um, by the way, I looked up the Pollos and Hermanos uh, hours. Uh-huh. They are open from ten a.m. to nine p.m. It said it on the thing. <laughs> no, well, no, because like I go there all the time. Oh yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Those breakfast burritos sound pretty good. Uh, yeah, chicken breakfast burritos are pretty decent. If you go ask for the black bean sauce. Not the black beans, but the black bean sauce. It will change your life. <laughs> Los Pollos Hermanos is like an El Pollo Loco or like a oh, KFC. Oh, don't you dare. It's not really an El Pollo Loco. It's like a KFC. It's like a no. chicken place. a fried chicken. Yes, it is. Yeah. But like better. Yeah. Ooh, like Roscoe's. Okay, so oh, chicken and waffles. Okay, so... Shout out so to we're, we're just going to go with that theory that it was a second chance. Yes, and um, it, was, it was good. Now, Cisco thinks that there was a, there was, what's it called? A, a, a sign, a sign from Gus that's like to let Walt know that that was him. No, no, it wasn't intentional. Oh, okay. But as he was, uh, as Walter was sitting there, you can see that um, Gus it's clean, you know, it's kind of walking around looking like he's in a clean table. And you can, in the reflection, you can see that he's looking at Walter. Yeah. And at one point, he kind of like, his mood almost changes and he yeah. drops he drops the his cleaning cloth. Yeah. Kind of like, a, oh, crap, kind of he, he might have figured me out. So he, if you see, he quickly starts sw- uh, wiping down the table. Yeah. That's a uh, tell-all. There you go, the tell-all. That's the word I was looking for. I will agree that his his mood definitely changed when he saw Walt. And um, and then again, you know, Walter kind of figures this out, goes and asks for a soda and some time with him. Yeah. But um, the best part of that whole scene, <laughs> basically this whole episode is uh, <laughs> when he's t- uh, when he's telling him that if he has a complaint, you know, to please yeah. just send please to refer email. them to our website. And then uh, he went from that. Mr. Happy Chicken Man too. If you notice, yeah. when he goes into Gus, he he tilts his head up a few degrees. Yes! In every episode. That is, he is framing yep. himself. That is framing himself to be the most badass mother effer out there. And he is the most badass mother effer out there. I'm it's sorry. Like, He's amazing. You know what it is? He has... No fear. I know. That's what I love just about like the, him. Just like the two cousins, but that's you can tell that he's seen. Time. You can tell that he's seen some shit. Yeah, haven't we all? <laughs> okay, so Walt Walt says, "Will I be hearing from you?" Like it's a second date, <laughs> and he says, "You know," and he keeps talking about you know, like the clip I just had. He keeps talking about how you know you have a drug addict working for you, well, and you can't trust a drug addict. Well, he says, you know, you got to deal with me. Who I deal with, that's not your business. I think you call him a junkie. You can't trust a junkie? Yeah. Yeah. Drug addicts, junkies. But, yeah, he doesn't people. He doesn't like Jesse. And um, Walt says, yeah, you don't have to worry about Jesse. Who you know? does, though? 
Oh, nobody likes Jesse. You like Jesse. You and your brother love Jesse. I don't love Jesse. Don't give me, oh, yes, you guys do. No, I don't Stop love Jesse. Running. I don't love Jesse. Yes, you he's, do. He's annoying. Like, he cries on every freaking episode. He cries and he gets beat up on every episode. <laughs> but he cries on every episode. That is my thing. I, I, I mean, I know we're going a little tangent, but that was, that's what your brother says. Like, that's why he likes him. Yeah. Mama, but he cries. Yeah. Okay, coming back to this. All right. Well, you know, he's... So, yeah, Walt is hoping to hear from him. And Gus is like, well, you just can't trust a drug addict. So we don't know if you're going to hear from him or not. Spoiler alert. We do. No, we don't. Okay. Okay, so the next scene, Skylar is talking to Ted Beneke about his... Well, he's she's going through, I guess... All the uh, expense reports, basically. Yeah, she's like his accountant. And she's finding some extra expenditures for stuff that isn't there. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and does some more reconnaissance and finds the old invoices with the same number, but Xerox different dates. Different dates. Dun, dun, dun. So there's some funkiness going on there. And, and Ted admits... You know, yeah, he's overcharging and doing all kinds of weird yeah. stuff. Yeah, he says he's got to keep everybody happy. Afloat. Well, yeah. he's trying to keep the company afloat. Keep the company afloat. Yeah. So he's doing it why for the greater good. <laughs> I mean, you can always uh, that is always something to. Uh, I guess it's a fine line. I guess where does the where does the evil end? Where is the fine line? To screw people to save your own people. There's so many people out there like this guy. Terrible, like for real. Terrible. Terrible. Well, uh, so it's out in the open now. So now we're going to have to see what's going to happen. Yeah, so, Skylar knows. And she is right now. This is when she's facing a moral dilemma. Well, also, we have to put uh, put this out there. She is responsible for this, too. No, she's not. Her name is on this stuff. She's well, his okay. accountant. Yeah, so, yes. But, like, right now she's in a moral dilemma. She can either make him stop doing it. Yeah. Um, make him kind of confess or just pretend nothing's happening and just keep it going. Again, more dilemma. I mean, he's eventually going to be audited, right? Uh, I mean, it's got to yeah. happen. It's got to happen. Well, yes and no. It'd yeah. be really good at what you do. But yeah, it's, it's bad. So the kind of answer there. And now we are uh, back at Jesse's house and they are about to slam some Good old heroin. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty crazy scene, huh? Yeah. And then uh, Jane says she likes to add a little... Uh, ice. A, a little ice to her stuff. Yep. She don't play around. I would not party with that girl. If you if you watch her, she just is a pro. Well, yeah. I mean, they have, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you just can a pro. You don't. But mixing heroin and meth? Woo-wee. That's... That's the that's next level. That's true. Party. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So that's... He's always he's had meth many times, yeah. but the heroin. So yeah, so then uh, she uh, she shoots him up, and then he just goes to cloud nine. He does, and there's this uh, song called Enchanted, like this oldie oldie yeah. song called Enchanted. But uh, and he's away. just he just see him floating, and uh, I've never tried heroin, okay, but I have had morphine when I was in the hospital, and so has my husband here, and Woo! it's it's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. Uh, we're not uh, condoning no. going out there getting your own. But if you're in the hospital for some reason yeah. and they ask if you want some morphine for the pain, uh, say yes. 
Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> it was yeah. good stuff. For for the pain. For yeah. medical reasons. Yeah. But, but that's as close to heroin as we've ever been. As far as I know. We sound terrible now. We sound like fucking... We, sound like <laughs> fucking we don't do any drugs, guys, okay? We don't. We don't well, even drink. Well, I hold my breath a lot. <laughs> All right, moving on. And use a lot of... Uh, what is that stuff? Uh, computer dusters. Oh, yeah. God, I I'm walking on sunshine. Actually, you actually sounded just like her. I know. Time. God, I don't know. Why. We're bringing too many show, other shows into this one. Well, you one. know what? Well, dude, that's great TV. All, hey, we can do an intervention episode on oh, here. Oh, no, dude. We, the one we would do is the stripper episode. Oh, that was good, too. She's so pretty. <laughs> the, uh, the dad sings the song she made for the one chick. I will do the walking on the sunshine episode. That is. That's a good oh, one. Oh, my God. That is like. And then uh, they make fun of that episode on South Park. Yep. We gotta. I mean, God, we always go on ta- tangents. I know. We gotta well, do South Park. We gotta do a South Park episode. I know. I've been thinking about some. And you know what? When is, if any of you guys are South Park fans. When is. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me put my no, little no. disclaimer out know, here. I'm sorry, go ahead. If any of you are, are uh, if any of you guys out there are South Park fans and you have an episode you want us to review, uh, my husband and I are huge South Park fans. There's so many good ones, but. But no, I'm saying if you have anything you want us to review, uh, shoot us a message in my uh, on my Facebook page at When TV Was Great Podcast, or send uh, send a dollar to Cool Dude. <laughs> dollar to Cool Dude. Okay, well back back to this. All right, sorry guys, a little tangent there. Okay, so now uh, yeah, so Jesse's still high as a flipping kite. Yeah. In a windstorm. Yeah, he's really just self-destructing in a very, very fast pace. Oh, yeah, and then, oh, sorry, previously. He missed Combo's funeral. Yes, and then uh, Skinny calls him, tells him uh, all the details, and apparently um, he had a pretty badass funeral. He had a he had a really, oh, this is this thing that struck me. He was wearing all white. I guess that was like his favorite. Did you see that? He was wearing all yes. white when he died. Yeah. And he had an all white casket. And his, uh... And his revolver had a uh, mother, mother of pearl. Yeah, so he likes that stuff, I guess. Hey, it's pretty. Yeah. Okay, Alrighty. moving on. Okay, so the next scene, Walter is teaching his class, and it looks like they're doing a test. Doing an exam. And it's really quiet, and then you start hearing the, the vibrating of the phone up in the ceiling. <laughs> well, we don't know it's in the ceiling. Yeah. Darcy tells the kids to try, uh, please turn off their cell phones. Yeah. So, you know, obviously... The same people who are known to have their cell phones on, they're like, oh, crap. They check their phones. Yeah. Everything's – nobody's has their phones on. And, and then – Then he realizes – He looks up at the ceiling. It's coming from With this funniest look. And he's like, oh, shit. And then uh, he just – he's what did he say? Pipes. He just says yeah. pipes. <laughs> Old pipes. Old pipes. And uh, he gets a text message that says, pollos. Mm-hmm. Which for you guys who don't speak Spanish, that means alligator. <laughs> you know what we gotta give a quick shout out to those old phones um I'm not sure I mean some of you may be way too young but like the old Nokia telephones you can have that on for like three months and it, well, under the same charge uh, and yeah die. yeah the flip phones and stuff and the those flip are, phones yeah. are really good too yeah the razor was great well too. think about 2009 that was right around the time iPhone came out I think so this is bef- this is like around the time when it wasn't as popular yet no, they were ex- extremely expensive. They were very expensive, And yeah. they have not gotten any cheaper since. That's <laughs> that's very true. Okay, so now uh, we're going to Los Pollos. We are going to Los Pollos. Oh, 
Excuse me, where's the manager? I'm the manager, can I help you? Uh, no, 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 I, I met a man here last week, He's a black gentleman, he's thin, glasses. Yes, sir, that's the owner. Oh, owner, okay. He owns 14 Los Boyos restaurants in between here and Nevada. He could be at any one of them. Is there a, a phone number that I can get? To... I'm sorry, sir. I can't give that out. Uh, is this about a complaint? I'd be happy to refer you to our website. No, no. It... What's his name? Gustavo. Gus. Thank you. Thirty-eight pounds, one point two million dollars. Truck stop, two miles south of exit thirteen on the twenty-five. One hour. What? One hour. You in or out? Uh, in, in, absolutely. But I, I just need a little more time. One hour. If you miss it, don't ever show your face in here again. Okay, so Walt really doesn't have any other options. He's got to get this. Get this in an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know Jesse is drugged out of his mind. It'd be hard to get a hold of him. So. Well, it's not that it's hard to get a hold of him. Yeah. I mean, what the hell is Jesse going to do? I mean, you really can't trust that dude. I mean, it's true. It's, it's true what Gus said. You can't trust him. So, uh, Mr. White has to go pick up the product himself. And, of course, this guy's drugged out, can't hear anything, so he has to break in and collect the stuff. Yeah, and the stuff's under the sink. And this whole time, the phone's ringing, and we're like, what the hell's going on? And right as he's picking up the, one of the last packages of meth, he looks at his uh, phone, and sure enough, it was Skylar saying, baby's coming. <laughs> yeah, and, and then in the scene before that, we saw her going to labor. Well, she didn't go to labor. Well, she, she was having contractions. Got a contraction. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And what? I mean, damn, that is like a... That sucks. ...WTF moment. yeah. But I mean, what are the odds? Kids are born every day, you know. But it's it's not every day that you get a chance to you know sell uh, one point five million dollars yeah. worth of meth. So. And do you think that, I and we're kind of going ahead of ourselves here, but do you think that after this, that was probably the end of his his meth meth making? Because it like, could have been. But we know it's not. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. And I also have another question: Who texted him? Uh, Skyler. No, 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 not that one. I'm sorry. Who texted him uh, earlier when it said Poyos? Oh, Tim, what's his name? Um, Is it Sal? No. Uh, the dude that just uh, that told him where to go. That was him? Yes. Okay, I'm yeah. Sure it was him. What or or maybe. No, that was probably him. Okay, yeah. All right. Um. Well, and then, so basically, this episode ends with him just um, about to bust out through the front door, taking his shit and leaving. So, and that's where we end it, and kind of a cliffhanger, but kind of, well, yeah. We're gonna find out what happened next. Yeah. So, dun, dun, dun. well, not on my podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys can definitely watch this episode on. Uh, I was watching on Netflix. I, is Breaking Bad on Hulu? I, I can't remember. Uh, Netflix is better. It, it is. It's, no, it's it's no commercials, and if you have a, obviously everybody has a 4K TV. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, you can watch in high. Definition. Yeah, it's really good. Obviously, we watched it on my computer, so it wasn't that high of definition. But um, okay, any closing thoughts? Don't do drugs. That's a very <laughs> that's a very good advice, honey. And if you do drugs, do not uh, 
do not invite people who are in uh, recovery. There's going to be more Breaking Bad episodes that I, re- I review. Uh, there's a lot, lot more good ones coming out. The musical episode was pretty cool, so we'll do that one for sure. Okay, let's tell them our... St- what musical episode? There was no musical yes, episode. Which one? Man, I must have been really, really out of it. When oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's tell them our story. Uh, we met because of this show, and one of our uh, local radio DJs was putting on a uh, remote and we met by chance, and then uh, eight years later, we're here No, still. we got to tell the whole story. Okay, that's, so eight that's... years ago, almost to the day, it was a couple It was a couple of days ago, eight years ago, the 11th? Yes. The 11th, yeah. We, uh, I went out and with my friend to the Breaking Bad premiere party. Season five had a part one and a part two, remember? Uh-huh. And I think that was a part two? Yep. Yeah. Season five, part two, premiere. So the radio station was hosting it at a bar, and it was a I restaurant, not a bar. well a restaurant slash bar. Restaurant. And I never really go out anywhere. Back then, I was just like whatever. But I decided to go this time. I'm like, well, maybe I'll make some. I'll meet some friend, you know, friends who like Breaking Bad. So I go there, and Cisco walks in, and he's wearing a Better Call Sal shirt, which I love because I love Sal. And he sees that I'm wearing a Heisenberg shirt, and I tell him, hey, I like your shirt. And he's like, hey, I like yours too. And he sits down at my table. And then we talk for a while, then we hung up, hung out later on. And yep. then, um, fast forward eight years, man, here. Yeah. Married, kids, house, dogs. Yeah. And, um, Boat. I want to, do you remember, uh, let's, let's talk about the part, the, the, uh, the event, because it was pretty cool. Remember they had specialty drinks? Yeah, they used to make some drinks after. After the show, characters and stuff like and that, and they were giving away a trip to Albuquerque. Oh, that was pretty. That cool would have been fun. That would have been fun to go. Uh, just a whole bunch of little. I won uh, the soundtrack. Artists. Remember, yeah. I won the soundtrack. It's just instrumental, but it's good music. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So stuff. it was a fun night. So we met because of Breaking Bad. We so, literally met because of Breaking Bad. So we got to give a shout out to uh, Danny Spanks. Yeah, Danny Spanks, uh, Crab Radio. Well, he's not on Crab Radio anymore. He's not there anymore, but... No, he is in the news station. We invited him to our wedding, but he didn't come. But he was the, the matchmaker. He really was. Yeah. And, um, well, if anybody here from Big Show... Uh, <laughs> Probably we'll, not. <laughs> eh, you never know. Uh, well, listen, uh, Danny Spanks is a fantastic person. I mean, off the radio, he... Uh, he does a lot of like charity work with yeah. uh, stray animals, you know, like dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he and friends of his will be out looking, you know, trying to catch a stray dog that been out somewhere for weeks, months, you know, even years. They'll bring it in, house them, uh, get them back to health. And uh, he is just one of the most nicest persons I've ever met. Yeah. Just genuine as can be and just such a huge heart. I, so, uh, I, I, I met him once at that. That was it. That was yeah. the only time I ever met him. You you knew him before that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I definitely give him props for hooking us up. So, so again, uh, well, this was fun. It was a little bit of a longer episode, but it was a really good episode. It is. And uh, I want to talk about a new show coming out. I posted this on my uh, Facebook page, Impeachment. Mm-hmm. It's called American Crime Story, colon, Impeachment. Um, if you guys are Ryan Murphy fans, which, uh, he's amazing. If you guys don't know, uh, he did Glee, he did Nip Tuck, another show I'm going to do, Nip Tuck. Uh, what else? Um, the Amer- uh, People vs. OJ. Yeah. 
which I'm going to be doing an episode at the end of the month. Um, and what's the other? What? Don't even say he was innocent. He is. Dude, he's so innocent that O.J. Simpson says he stays away from L.A. because he's afraid the real killer is still out there. Oh, he is. He's loony. Uh, well, I mean, that's <laughs> an understatement. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other show he did uh, was the Versace murder. Yeah. That was really good. Andrew well, Cunanan. That was a real. I, I won't be covering that one. That one is too dark, too disturbing. I don't ever want to relive it again. It was so disturbing. Like, really. So, anyways, this is Ryan Murphy. And pretty much everything he touches turns to gold. He really, he wins all the Emmy. He, oh, he also did American Horror Story. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he has a show coming out about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, that whole scandal. It looks amazing. Edie Falco plays Hillary Clinton. Edie Falco is Carmela on The Sopranos, was Carmela on The Sopranos. And Clive Owen plays Bill Clinton. And I just can't wait to see that. Because I haven't seen that guy in anything in the longest time. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know who Clive Owen is. God, what was he in? I mean, he hasn't. He's just. He's just kind of like a. He hasn't been in too much, but he's really. Oh, do you guys remember that movie Closer? He was in that one, with uh, Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts, and Jude Law. He was in that one. That was a good movie. Uh, so that's coming out September fifth or seventh or something like that. One of those. One. I think it was a Tuesday. Well, anyways, it's going to be on FX. I, just, I highly recommend it. Not that I have even seen it, but I can tell you already it's going to be amazing. And um, I might do an episode of that if I if there's a good one. I'm, I'm going to watch a whole series. I'm not going to do like a series of it because I got my other podcast. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to um, shout out to that. Um, I haven't le- uh, found any new podcasts lately, so... Uh, I'm always on the look for one. If you guys have any podcasts you want to recommend, you can always shout out to me at um, on the, my Facebook page at When TV Was Great Podcast. And thank you for listening. I'm getting lots more listeners now. Um, I'm getting out there finally, and I'm getting uh, lots of down a lot more downloads. So it's very awesome. So keep them coming, keep them sharing. Yes. So guys, one last shout out to uh, Dennis Spanks. He is now on. Classic, uh, classic Hits Q92.1. If you live in Bakersfield, California. Or just, uh, you can look at it on, on Facebook. Yeah. On a line. I listen to it at work online. Yeah. Because I, can, I don't have a radio. He was our matchmaker. And again, Aww. great general guy overall. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, that's it, guys. So next week I'll be doing, oh gosh, uh, Dexter. I'm going to be doing a Dexter episode ooh. called Roadkill. Man, we're just getting darker and darker. I know. Like, I know. I think we're going to end up doing... Uh, Sopranos was pretty dark last week, too, though. Yeah, I know that was. No, the one I did. I know. You don't know about it. Well, you I, don't know about it. Well, I listened to it. You, oh, I hope you didn't listen to it. Of course. Well, I, why wouldn't I listen to it? You didn't listen to it. Oh, my. You Jeez. didn't listen to it. What happened in it? I can't tell because I'm going to ruin for everybody else. Oh, st- they've already listened to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's lying. I don't lie. All right, guys. So next well, week is Dexter yeah. Roadkill. With the amazing John Lithgow as a Trinity, as Arthur Mitchell, the Trinity killer. Oh, good TV. Okay, doke. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Oh, did you say bye? Yeah, I did. Well, okay. Goodbye, You can all. say goodbye again. Till <laughs> next time. Okay, bye-bye, guys.